Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis, and here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. <laughs> it's not really morning, but... <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I had one heck of a weekend, I tell you that. <laughs> Anything fun or just kind of... Uh, it's just... I had so I I worked all weekend, mm-hmm. but on Friday I started having a really bad toothache. Oh no! Uh, on on Friday it was it, it was pretty tolerable, but by like Saturday it was like like awfully like it was just throbbing. It was awful, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was just getting no sleep. And I finally went to the dentist today and got some pain pills and figured out what was going on. So, well, that's good. Uh, yeah, so I got that all figured out. So hopefully I'll be I'll be on the mend here within a week or so. So that'll be good. Uh, let's see. Did I watch anything? Oh, I did go see a movie. Um, I did go see Cocaine Bear. How did you enjoy Cocaine Bear? You know, it wasn't as good as I was expecting it to be. Really? Yeah. Well, that's Elizabeth, unfortunate. It is, and I really wanted it to be so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I felt like it was it's it, it's a movie that shouldn't take itself seriously, and I could tell that it was trying to do that, mm. but yet it was still taking itself too seriously, and I couldn't have fun with it. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Mm. And also, I, I, I was expecting there to be a lot more gore, and it was kind of kind of bland. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, the, the previews definitely made it sound like there's going to be a lot of kind of uh, R-rated right. bloody good time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, it's more so, like, it's not so much from the bear, not all the time. It's more, like there's more violence between people than there is with the bear oh. which is kind of different if that makes sense interesting yeah i wouldn't have uh, expected that yeah me neither as like a movie with the cocaine bear you would expect the cocaine bear to be doing all the killing but i guess not mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. whatever i guess <laughs> but elizabeth banks you are you are slipping Wow, Charlie's Angels, mm. and now this. Come on now. Got to get I, back to uh, some Pitch Perfect. Yeah, exactly. I really liked you. I liked you, Elizabeth Banks. Let's see, let's see here. What? What has she like fully directed? Uh, well, I know for sure Pitch Perfect. Well, Pitch Perfect Two. Yeah. Yeah. And Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. So it looks like Pitch Perfect 2 was her first, like, full film director job. Okay. Because she also, well, she couple, directed a couple of shorts. Mm-hmm. And then in 2013, directed the segment Middle School Date in Movie 43. Oh, that movie's trash. Okay. Oh, so much. Ugh. So much. <laughs> like, I just, 
I want to purge it from my memory, mm-hmm. but there's certain stuff that I just can't. <laughs> but for to what I remember, maybe her segment was the best part of the movie, and we just don't remember it. It could have. It could have been. <laughs> it honestly could have been. It could have been. You never know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's. Uh, that, that that's definitely something i guess yeah most definitely <laughs> but uh what do you say we we get into some movie news and get some stuff going here let's do it just in case you weren't feeling uh you know that, that the uh past is running away from you quick enough <laughs> apparently lord of the rings the return of the king is returning to theaters oh my god for its 20th anniversary okay so <laughs> How can they just re- how can they just bring back Return of the King? They would have to bring back the entire trilogy, in my opinion, because you can't watch one without watching all three of them. In my opinion, I, I think you have to watch the other ones at home. Well, that's lame. So it looks like I mean it looks like it's coming back uh, for basically just one day. Okay. Uh, April thirteenth. Okay. And uh, let's just say the. The, the runtime listed for this re-release. Is it going to be the extended? 260 minutes. Yeah, so it yes. is. Yes, it is. It will be the extended edition of Return of the King. Oh, I love that movie so much. Right? So, I mean, I want, how long was the theatrical release? Return of the King theatrical runtime three three hours and 20 minutes wow and the extended is four hours and 20 minutes <laughs> anytime i watch lord of the rings i have to watch the extended editions just because mm. that's the kind of nerd i am yeah so i mean like basically i was i was listening to something and they were talking about the the differences between the two and their consensus was if you're watching it for the first time, watch the theatrical. Mm-hmm. If you're watching it after that, watch the extended. Yes. Because like there are some stuff, there's some stuff that uh, works a lot better in the theatrical. Hmm. Uh, like in the in the I think in the first movie, in the cave. Mm-hmm. Um, like as they're walking along, <laughs> I was gonna say Dumbledore, Gandalf. <laughs> brings up, brings up Mithril, right? Or uh-huh. Mithril, Mithril. Hmm. Yeah, it's quite. Hmm. Yeah, it's Mithril. And and so you you know they had just kind of talked about it not too long ago about how Frodo got the the Mithril shirt, mm-hmm. and then Gandalf brings it up again, and then you see Frodo get stabbed. That's in the extended. In the theatrical, you don't have that middle part, so you kind of have more of a time to kind of forget that he has that. So you're not like oh, he's fine kind of thing. You, right. you actually have that genuine, like, oh, no, if you haven't <laughs> read the books. Right, right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> for for a 20-plus-year-old movie. Uh. So, how can they call... So, when is the, re- the return? You said in April? April 13th. So, how can that be... 
how how can that be the anniversary when it was released in December? Same year. They're, they're considering the 20th anniversary in the same year. I mean, I guess. But I... The, okay, alright, Hollywood, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and maybe there's not a lot coming out around that time? That could be, and they just needed to fill something. Something like that, yeah. So that's, what, like, I, yeah, that's well, what I would have to do. Yeah, yeah, let's just let's just re-release Lord of the Rings Return of the King again. Yeah, well, let's see here. As of right now, okay, so what would be their... So April 7th, really, would be kind of like the the one before that. And I guess, I mean, technically that is uh, Super Mario Bros. and Air, the Air Jordan Nike movie. Oh, that's right. Okay, yep. And then Paint is also that, you know, the previous weekend mm-hmm. with Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> wow. There wow. it is. There it is. Yeah. Had to had to look for it for a second there. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you did. Uh, but yeah, so I guess I mean there's not there is a lot of stuff around that time. I I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. But we actually kind of talked about our next movie news just then and there too, in which uh, Super Mario Bros. Is actually releasing two days earlier than its original than it's what they were planning on so oh, they were planning okay. on april 7th but now it's going to be wednesday april 5th oh they're going to wednesday release yeah Ooh. so we'll have to see see okay see like that's the thing though is when is okay so that's easter weekend mm-hmm. basically so they, they want to give it the two extra days i guess to get that big box office yeah because easter weekend this week this year is april 9th okay sunday april 9th and so friday we have paint coming out on the 7th and then two days before on wednesday april 5th they're bringing out super mario bros and air mm-hmm. so we'll have to see how that goes cool i don't know they they have a lot of confidence in super mario brothers i don't know it seems like an impossible mission to you know. <laughs> That, that was good. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Uh, our next uh, movie news that we have, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2, which is number 8, mm-hmm. uh, is actually filming right now. Um, I know that they, they just finished filming 7, it feels like not too long ago, but it was probably a couple months ago now with my you know grasp of time and <laughs> everything. Right. Uh, but yeah, Tom Cruise was filming uh, on an aircraft carrier in the Adriatic Sea. Uh, what is that crazy man doing now? I don't know. So basically, I mean, you know, right off the right off the coast of like Italy and mm-hmm. uh, Croatia, Albania, right around that area. So nice and nice and balmy. Ooh, <laughs> nice and balmy. <laughs> Feel that humidity. Mmm, yum. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! It's not Red Robins. Yum. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Tom Cruise is filming uh, Mission Impossible Eight, which is Dead Reckoning Part Two. Okay. Uh, out in Europe right now. I I feel like they've been filming Mission Impossible Seven for like the past three years. Cause didn't they start in like 2020? Yeah, I mean, I think Mission Impossible Seven uh, was one of the like first kind of movies to get back into production after everything being shut down in yeah. 2020 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they had all of the, the precautions and, you know, doing all of that. And that's where we got the, the whole Tom Cruise freak out of somebody oh, not right. wearing their protective gear. Um, which at the time, I know we were talking about it, about how, you know, they were, he must have been, you know, on edge, just acting, producing, you know, kind of funding, I think, really. He was in charge, or not in charge of funding, but it was partially being funded for, to get things back up and running. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they could get shut down at any point in time if people aren't following the rules. And so he sees people who, like, didn't necessarily have the protective stuff on but weren't uh, violating any rules. But, you know, get a little get a little frazzled, get a little Tom Cruisey, and mm-hmm. uh, stuff happens. <laughs> Tom Cruise, you always know how to entertain a crowd or entertain us in one way or another. Right. Right. <laughs> so, uh, we'll have to see how it goes. Sounds good. It's like this, uh, this franchise is, uh, never ending. It's like a never ending pie. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, pie. Pie is never ending. <laughs> Speaking of, Darren Aronofsky's pie, uh, is coming up on its 25th anniversary. Okay. And so on Pie Day, March 14th, it is bre- being brought back to theaters and apparently a24 has bought the rights for it and they're bringing it back to imax and they're doing a full-on 8k and atmos restoration of the movie that's one i haven't seen and i might have to go check out on imax Uh, i mean it's darren aronofsky so it's going to be kind of oh that's fine with me i like those kind of movies and i mean a24 definitely makes sense Mm-hmm. Uh, to, you know, kind of buy the, the rights to release it. Well, I definitely agree. If Darren Aronofsky came about, like, a, like right now, he would definitely be a part of A24, or A24, oh. for sure. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, but yeah, so Pi Day, 314, uh, so March 14th. Be sure to keep, a, keep an eye out for Pi uh, in any IMAX theater that might be around you. Sweet. <laughs> Speaking of stuff being released, uh, apparently a Scooby-Doo movie that was scrapped over at Warner Brothers during their big purge uh, uh-huh. has been leaked online. But it's not the one that we knew about. It was a different one that was scrapped. And this one was Scooby-Doo and Crypto 2. Oh, wow. Okay. So apparently there was multiple Scooby-Doo movies in production. Uh, we knew about the one movie that was basically put into the trash bin even though it was already complete Mm -hmm. and now over on um oh they said it but i can't remember where it was uh but basically scooby-doo and crypto 2 uh had also met the fate of being binned and attacks right off and now has been leaked online Hmm. which is the first of i'm guessing eventually a lot of the projects will be leaked online but we'll have to see So could that mean that, like, we could get that? Because apparently that, like, Batwoman or Batgirl movie is all finished. Mm-hmm. And we, like, that could leak, too. We'll have to see. I mean, that would depending, be on, cool. depending on, you know, where all the finished assets and everything were for it, we'll have to, we'll have to see. So I want to see Brendan Fraser as Firefly. Right? Ugh. <sighs> I don't know, man. It'd be nice. 
it'd be nice, but you know, all these all these movies are basically we're dead by by daylight. <laughs> Never saw the light of day. <laughs> Good uh, one. Thank you, thank you. Speaking of, uh, Dead by Daylight, the video game, is apparently getting a movie adaptation. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever seen anything about Dead by Daylight? Um, I've seen people play it. I've never played it myself. Okay, okay. So basically, the 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 plot of the game is, you know, there are these horror monsters. Mm-hmm. Some franchised, some not. Um, but they are going around trying to kill these four survivors or sacrifice them to the entity. Yep. Um, and oh, sorry, one second here. Oh, a little bit parched. <laughs> and so basically the, I should say the premise of the game is that this entity, uh, brings some horror monster, not necessarily, you know, like a, a known one. Uh, they have, license the rights to like Jason and um, Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. and you know those kinds of ghost faces in there too uh, which we'll talk about later okay. <laughs> uh, but basically this entity brings them and four people into this area and those quote unquote survivors have to fix up these generators and once they fix up enough generators the exits power up and then they have to go and like open the doors to mm-hmm. actu- actually escape. And uh, what these what these monsters do is they go and they do some sort of hit on the survivors that injures them. And if they hit them again, then they go down, which then they can pick them up and put them onto a hook. Uh, and other survivors can come and either rescue them, or if they don't get there in time, they get quote unquote sacrificed to the entity. And then you know they're they're done playing until the next round of the game, um, but it'll be interesting to see how they adapt this. Uh, like I said, there there are some uh, original monsters in there. Like mm-hmm. I mean, they're based off of like folk folklore and stuff like that. But sure, you know they have their own you know mm-hmm. quote unquote own monsters along with some of these other franchised monsters that they've. Uh, bought licensing agreements with right right um and then the survivors too so like you know they they have the demigorgon from stranger things along with with steve from stranger things as a survivor okay you know they they have like i said jason and um why can i not remember her name uh her name um from from friday the 13th oh pamela Voorhees. No, 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 no. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, uh, uh, Laurie Strode. Yeah, Laurie's in there too, as a survivor. Um, and then they also have like video games and stuff in there too. So they uh-huh. have like Resident Evil. You know, mm-hmm. some of the like um, uh, Leon from Resident Evil. Um, and you know, it's just so basically you can have you know Freddy or not? Yeah, you, know, you can have Freddy going up against. Lori and Steve from Stranger Things and Leon from Resident Evil mm-hmm. and um, what's another one that they did? I don't know if they did any survivors for Ghostface uh, but yeah basically they just go through and they try to get all this stuff going. Okay. Um, 
be cool if they put Sydney in there from Scream for for Ghost and put Ghostface in Ghostface in there. <clears throat> well, I I don't know if they're gonna get you know franchising from that kind of stuff, but like I said, they yeah. they've got some pretty good monsters on their own. Oh, definitely for sure. Um, and like you know, the monsters all have different things. Like, um, oh, Michael Myers is in there too. Ooh, okay. I take that. As, I'm sorry, it's Michael Myers. It's not Freddy. Freddy has his own game. <laughs> or not Freddy no no not Freddy Jason oh my god I, why am I talking about horror stuff come on Travis <laughs> well I was confused when you said like Jason with Laurie and I was like huh what and no, then no, you I'm, said Jamie Lee Curtis and I was like, no you're uh, good <laughs> they, they, have, they have the shape mm-hmm. um, and they have Laurie and they have um, you know all of that and they have like like I said Freddy not Mercury uh, <laughs> and then um, but like for Michael Myers you know the shape you know he can kind of stalk people you know he moves slower at that point in time but he can stalk people and then once he gets to a certain point he basically has he, he's silent you can't hear him coming whereas all the rest of the monsters you know they have this terror radius thing where once they get close enough to you you kind of get like a heartbeat or for one of them you start hearing humming mm-hmm. um and then the survivors know that they need to hide but like you know some of them can like see through walls to where the survivors are at and i mean it's it's a lot of kind of cat and mouse and it'll be interesting to see how they take that to the big screen yeah it, it it'll be a different take for a movie but uh i think it might if they can do it right i mean it could be pretty mm-hmm. cool yeah I haven't been following it for a, a little bit here now, but like one of the ones that they have, they have the trapper, which basically lays down like bear traps. Okay. Like in tall grass and stuff like that. And so the f- survivors like go and their leg gets caught in the trap. And then he goes and he can like whack them and knock them down and then go and put them on a hook. And then there's uh, the huntress who chucks hatchets. Yes. Um, and then there's like this doctor who um, has this electrical power where he basically can drive people insane if they're within a certain radius okay or like you know if he's looking at you he can actually like shoot a a thing at you to make you go insane kind of thing okay and then like dude it's they got some good stuff sounds very elaborate and i like it it's very very much so you know one monster that they don't have what's that they don't have an alien oh but there is a new alien movie coming out. Okay. And apparently it's going to be starting up shooting here uh, this month. Okay. Now, I really don't know any of the people that were announced as leads for this movie. So I do apologize. Let me see. Let uh, me basically, see we have David Johnson from Industry. Archie okay. Renault from Shadow and Bone. Uh Isabella Merced from Rosaline, Spike Fern from The Batman, and uh, Eileen Wu from Away From Home, and then the lead is going to be Kaylee Spaney from Mayor of East Town. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of these people. Right? I mean, the only one I know for sure that I've probably seen, but I can't picture right now, is the guy from The Batman. Or, yeah. Spike Fern? Spike Fern, yes, thank you. Well, I mean, he he played a a vandal in the Batman, right? Uh, but yeah, 
uh, Isabella Merced. Okay. I take that back. I know who Isabella Merced is. Okay. Uh, live action Dora. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we'll be in Transformers The Last Night. Or was in Transformers nice. The Last Night. I, I apologize. Was in Transformers as Isabella. Okay. Oh. That movie's underrated. <laughs> I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so, Isabella Merced, Archie Renault. He was Bobby in Morbius. Nobody remembers that movie. Yeah. It's Morbin time. That was my favorite ah. part of the movie. <laughs> uh, he was in the greatest beer run ever. Okay. He was, I take it, one of the friends. Um, let's see here. David Johnson. What were you in? Nothing that I know. Perfect. Eileen Wu. Okay. Nothing that I know. Hmm. So basically a very kind of new cast, it seems like. Um, oh, you know who I didn't check out? Okay, so... Uh, Kaylee Spaney was Rose Summerspring in Bad Times at the El Royale. Was also Amara in Pacific Rim Uprising. Okay. Uh, see here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's some other stuff here, but that's kind of the, the ones that I think that you would know her from. Gotcha, okay. Well, yeah, it sounds like a pretty relatively new cast. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how... It all goes, but they did release a little bit of a plot synopsis here as well. Okay. Uh, and so this new movie will follow a group of young people on a distant world who find themselves in a confrontation with the most terrifying life form in the universe. Okay. So possibly no, uh, possibly no David. <laughs> we don't. We don't have any Fastbender confirmation yet. <laughs> Because they definitely left it open. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did. Uh, I, for- I forgot about Alien Covenant. I mean, that's the only one that I've seen in theaters, so... I know, okay. it's weird. I want to go see an Alien movie in theaters. That's weird. Okay. But, <laughs> alright. I'll take it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I did... I actually watched the original Alien in school. Okay. Because for one of my high school classes, it was mm-hmm. Literature and History of Film... So we got to watch a bunch of movies, which was amazing to do, you know, at 7.30 in the morning for my first class. It was, uh, it was I, a nice, it was, it was a super nice start to my day. Just sit, relax, watch movies, you know, talk about movies and stuff like that. But yeah, seriously. You didn't fall asleep. Uh, we, we had kids fall asleep in the class, but oh, I'm sure one, you did, one kid yeah. in particular, <laughs> but the teacher already knew him, which by the way, shout out Mr. Downing. <laughs> you had a pretty awesome class. Not going to lie. Uh, but yeah, we, we ended up watching Alien in high school in a class that could be taken by, you know, most any, anybody in the high school. Sure. So R-rated film had to get permission, but we watched it and then we watched, I mean, we watched everything from, um, I think we watched one silent movie. I don't remember what it was though, but we watched a lot of, you know, black and white stuff, which is where I first watched some like it hot, which I always talk about. Uh, we watched cat people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which was yeah uh-huh. interesting uh we watched rear window in that one we had like this whole alfred hitchcock kind of uh thing sure um so like rear window vertigo um we did watch psycho okay north by northwest that was in there Classics. Um, 
we had a, a whole Western theme, so we watched Shane, which come back, Shane. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is actually how I kind of got the references in Logan when mm-hmm. they did the whole Shane thing with that. Uh, we watched. Uh, why can I not think of the name? I want to say Unbreakable, but it's not that. It's the 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 Western with Morgan Freeman and Clint Eastwood. Oh, uh, Unforgiven. Unforgiven, thank you. Uh, we did watch that. That's a good one. In there, too. So, I mean, like, just so many, so many great movies. And, uh, yeah, it was a really good start for at 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I had a film class that early in the morning, too, and that's where I watched Godfather. Uh, that's how I was introduced to Indiana Jones. Um, really? Yeah, uh, let's see, Rear Window, yep. uh, Psycho, um, we watched Some Like It Hot, uh, oh gosh, what else, um, oh, Gone with the Wind we watched. Okay. Oh, we watched Two Ben-Hur, others. too. Oh, that, yep, that's another one. Cause we had, yeah, we had, uh, Ben-Hur and Lawrence of Arabia, and kind of like the, you know, the, the epic movie genre. Mm-hmm those were back in the day what they would call the big blockbusters yeah yeah i mean full full on you know epic epic um just movies i guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah gone with wind made me think of that one sorry no you're good <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah yeah so this should be going back to alien the new alien movie <laughs> we'll have to see how this goes because let's see here one two three four five six I mean, technically, this is this is either seven or nine, depending on how you how you count. Wow, so many. <laughs> can you uh, can you think of them? Okay, so all all of the Alien movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Alien, mm-hmm. Aliens, mm-hmm. Alien Three, mm-hmm. Alien Resurrection, mm-hmm. and then we go into Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go into... I mean, we were just talking about the sequel to Prometheus. Right, but I felt like they, there's another one in between that, but those are then Covenant. Mm-hmm. But then... And then this would um, be number seven for that. Yep. But then but then we could get into Alien vs. Predator and Alien vs. Predator Requiem. <laughs> were you reading this? <laughs> I just remember this stuff. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, no, that that's literally all of them. So if yeah. it, it, it's number seven, if you just go by the the Alien franchise, but if you add in Alien versus Predator and Alien versus Predator Requiem, then it's number nine. Wow. And then you know it could be eight if you don't necessarily count Prometheus, since it doesn't include an actual Xenomorph. Oh right. So it could be eight, or it could be six as well. So. It could be what? What did I say? Six, seven, eight, or nine. <laughs> However you want to look at it, but in <laughs> space, no one can hear you scream. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's a that's a mighty amount of movies. It sure is. <laughs> and then, not to mention all all of the Predator stuff, but we but but we won't get into that. Uh, that's just. Uh, that's just pawn for some trouble. Ah, uh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, completely switching it around here, uh, we apparently have a Paw Patrol movie coming out. Uh, Paw Patrol The Mighty Movie. I think we've actually talked about this before. Okay. I think we, or we mentioned it at the very least. Uh, but Paw Patrol is getting its own movie. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it is moving up from its original release date from October 13th to September 29th. Uh, so, there. if you have anybody that uh, likes Paw Patrol, there's a movie coming. Ooh, all of the kids are going to be coming in droves. Woo! I mean, should be fun. You know, nice little family movie to go bring all the little kids to. Oh, definitely. I, I, I know Paw Patrol is so hot right now, so... <laughs> I don't know why I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Right? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I got it. Uh, so <laughs> Paw Patrol... Uh, is moving from sep- or from October 13th to September 29th. Well, rough, rough. Sticking within the, the whole uh, animal and variations thereof. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. So the new Spider-Man movie that's uh, coming out, Spider-Man Across the Universe, this is the animated yes. one. Yep. Uh, or Across the Spider-Verse, sorry, my apologies. Uh, which is <laughs> the sequel... To Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. uh, has apparently added a new uh, new cast member. Ooh, okay. Karen Sony, or Karan Sony, I, I do apologize, I'm probably mispronouncing the name, uh, has joined in as uh, Spider-Man India. The, uh, the name I, might I not love... sound familiar, <laughs> but you definitely know them. Oh, Dopender. Yes. <laughs> Dopender uh, from Deadpool and Deadpool 2 Yes Is is going to be uh, Spider-Man India oh, I love it, that's fantastic Okay I mean this uh, I don't want to get my hopes up too high I mean, I I went into Into the Spider-Verse Not expecting a whole lot And I was I was pleasantly surprised and Oh, I was blown away yeah, I was blown away by it. It was just wow. So hopeful. I I don't want to give this one too high of hopes, like you're saying, but it 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 just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It does. It really does. Um. Yeah. I mean, as it it should be fun. It should be fun. Let's see how it goes. Most definitely. Should be pretty. Uh. Should be arriving pretty quick. Silver. Eh. Eh. Hopefully it doesn't suck. Sorry. <laughs> Wow. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> so, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yes. Who played Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. Uh-huh. Because we didn't see that coming. Uh, has apparently joined in to Nosferatu. Man, that movie just keeps getting bigger and bigger, too. There are so many people in that movie. Yeah, there are. Uh... <laughs> Lily Rose Depp, Bill Skarsgård, Nicholas Holt, Willem Dafoe, and now, you know, Aaron Taylor Johnson. And then it's being done by Robert Eggers. You and it's being produced by bigger. Chris Columbus, apparently. Yeah. Really? Apparently. Well, he's, he's part wow. of the producing team. Okay. So. Interesting. Uh, I don't. It doesn't say what his character is going to be. Mm hmm. But we'll have to see how it all goes. Yeah, I've never seen the original, so I'm not too sure on characters, but, uh, huh. 
I mean, I feel like this is going to be a completely different take. Oh, definitely, right. Because uh, Bill Skarsgård is going to be Nosferatu. Yep. Uh, and then I think, did we say that Willem Dafoe is going to be um, basically like a Van Helsing kind of character? Oh, no. I, we were talking about him being in it, but I don't. I didn't remember hearing that he's going to be like a Van Helsing type character. I could be completely wrong. I could be completely misremembering, but I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Okay. Okay. And then I wonder if Nicholas Holt is uh, his um, lackey, for lack Aww. of a better term, in this one as well. <laughs> Typecasted. Right. <laughs> First he was a zombie, <laughs> then yep. he was a beast, yep. then he then he was a war boy, and now he's just lackeys. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. So I guess technically, let's see here, zombie I don't really see being a lackey. Beast was kind of a lackey to Professor X. Uh, war boy was probably. I guess am I am I am, am I wrong in that? He war was boy. he was Nux right? He was yeah. Okay. He was kind of a lackey to Immortan Joe. Yeah. And then now we got Renfield coming in where he's a lackey to Dracula. <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming quick. Uh, uh, but yeah, then we got uh, this one now, which we don't know who he's going to be playing. Should be fun, though. Aaron Taylor Johnson, he just doesn't get enough credit. He's a good actor, and I'm... I, I'm excited that he's getting more stuff other than he's getting typecasted because he originally started as Kick-Ass. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Well, he was in Bullet Train, too. That's true. Yes, he was. But I was just saying, like, I, I'm glad that he just wasn't typecasted as being the superhero type. Right, right. Right after being casted as Kick-Ass and then, like, after that, you know, Quicksilver and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, well, uh, one person who I don't see being typecast very much, uh, Jenna Fisher. Yeah, don't be mean about her, okay? (sighs) (laughs) How could you be mean about Pam? Come on now. (laughs) So Jenna Fisher has been cast as, uh, Katie Heron's mom in the Mean Girls musical. I love it. Which, I mean, I don't feel like it's a very big role. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, in the in the original movie, it was played by Anna Gasteyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, so this is going to be a musical. Uh, do you think they give any any singing parts to Katie's mom? It's got it going up. You know, I'm sure she'll have at least something. Probably, yeah. You're right. You're right. I can't see them having her in there and not have her sing at some point. Right. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Very nice. Very nice. So, yeah, Pam is going to be in Mean Girls, the musical. I love it. Uh, which is kind of a reboot, I guess. Speaking of reboots, <laughs> reaching for that one, but the Hellboy reboot that we've been talking about the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. has apparently found their Hellboy. Okay. And that is, is going to be... Uh, in Jack Kesey, or Kesey, or I don't know how to pronounce his name. What is, what has he been in? Uh, he was in Deadpool 2. Okay. As Black Tom, so one of the uh, prisoners that died in the transport. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and then he was in 
12 strong and Baywatch. I don't know what as. I could probably look that up, I guess. Well, I remember Baywatch, but I don't remember characters, but okay. Besides, you know, Zac Efron and The Rock. Right, right. Uh, he was Leon in Baywatch. Okay. Uh, Charles Jones in 12 Strong. Okay. Uh, he was in Death Wish in 2018. He was the fish. Okay. But I don't, I don't see a lot that kind of jump out at me. Um... So they're going not really well known. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And so we'll have to see how this one all goes. Uh, but like we were talking about before, the guy that uh, directed Crank is uh, going to be is going to be directing this one. I still think they should bring back Ron Perlman, but that's but that's just me. So it does say Jack Easy is a dynamic actor who has the ability to morph into his roles. His talent and stature are perfect for this younger Hellboy. Uh-huh. I was very impressed with him while working together on The Outpost, uh, said Jonathan Younger, who is the co-president of Millennium Media. So, so this is so this is going to be a younger Hellboy. Yeah, so I mean, like, we, we were talking about it about it before a little bit, um, but this one will be set in the 50s. Okay. Well, that changes everything. Okay. Yeah, so this is 1950s rural Appalachia. See, I thought they were going to try to uh, make him be like be like you know ron perlman's age or uh what david harbour was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i'm glad that they're going younger hellboy route okay all right i like it i like it so we'll have to see how this all goes uh, it could be you know pretty awkward especially if we don't uh, don't see it but uh <laughs> We could give it 10, 10 rings out of uh, 10, you know. <laughs> Which leads us into our next movie story. Uh, Aquafina, John mm-hmm. Cena, and Simu Liu have all joined in to Grand Death Lotto uh, being directed by Paul Feig. Okay. I don't know too much about this one, so we'll have to... We'll, man, that's, that'll be interesting to see Simu Liu and Aquafina acting opposite John Cena. Oh, definitely. I mean, John Cena's definitely got the, the comedy chops. Mm-hmm. And Aquafina obviously does. Simu Liu did pretty dang well, and we should see his more of his comedy chops in uh, Barbie once that drops. Oh, that's right. Yes, he's gonna be in Barbie. I forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, basically, this one, I guess, yeah. So this one's gonna be an action comedy, mm-hmm. and it looks like basically in the very near near future. A grand lottery has been established in the economically challenged California. The only catch, you'll need to kill the winner before sundown in order to legally claim their prize. Uh, New LA transplant Katie, played by Aquafina, accidentally finds herself with a winning ticket and must join forces with amateur jackpot protector Noel, played by John Cena, to make it to sundown in order to claim her multi-billion dollar prize, all while dealing with Noel's protection rival Louis Liu, played by Simu Liu, who also wants to get her to sundown in order to claim his rich protection commission. Okay, okay. That's an interesting premise, okay. It, it is. I'm not, not gonna lie, that uh, that has me intrigued. Yes. Now let's see if I can grab my attention. Ha. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like we said, Paul Feig is gonna be directing it. Uh, the husband of Melissa McCarthy. It is, isn't it? It sure is. So, uh, 
I don't have too much more about it here. I don't don't really have even like a planned release date, uh, but it does look like production kicks off next week. Okay. And then it'll go to Prime. And this one's going to Prime Video. Okay. Uh, which I should have brought that up before, but kind of dropped the ball there. <laughs> it's okay. So if you have uh, the Ama- Amazon, mm-hmm. is, am I pronouncing that right? Amazon Prime? Uh, close enough. Okay. Then you'll be able to get it. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you probably know somebody that uh, that has it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but going into some more uh, casting news, little last little bit of casting news that we have here. I did not see this one coming. There's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or I think we talked about it actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we did. Uh, there's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie coming from Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. The the perpetual teenager Seth Rogen. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> which we'll talk about in just a second here. But let's talk about some of this cast. Ugh. Uh they kind of revealed their cast, which includes John Cena, Jackie Chan, Ice Cube, Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, Maya Rudolph. Uh let's see here, was there anybody else? Giancarlo Esposito is in there. I love it. Uh let's see here. He's probably Shredder. Yep. Okay. Here, uh, let me let me let me run through this here quick. Uh, Hannibal Burris is Genghis Frog. <laughs> Rose Byrne is Leatherhead. Oh my God. John Cena is Rocksteady. Okay. Jackie Chan is. Any idea? Splinter. Splinter. Okay. Ice Cube is Superfly. Okay. Natasha Dimitriou is Wingnut. Okay. Uh. Ayo Edibiri, I could be mispronounced. I'm probably mispronouncing that. I do apologize. Is April O'Neil. Okay. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is Baxter Stockman. Oh, even better. Okay. Post Malone is Ray Filet. Okay. Paul Rudd is Mondo Gecko. That's awesome. And then okay. Maya Rudolph is Cynthia Utron. <sighs> okay. All right. <laughs> So this is this is directed by Jeff Rowe, who directed uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines for Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's being like we were talking about is being produced by Rogan and Evan Goldberg, his longtime uh, collaborator. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, <laughs> we also had a trailer released for this. It looks amazing. It sure does. It, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Okay, so it, it's animated. Mm hmm. It has a very unique animation style. And I thought I was going to hate it, but I love it. Right? It works for it. It, it really does. does. It really does. <laughs> um, the the turtles kind of look like the newer of the animated shows, like the computer, an- computer animated shows. Yep. Uh, but it looks a lot more just animated animated. Mm-hmm. So it definitely has a Mitchell's versus the Machines vibe to it. Yes. Uh, but it is also its own unique stylization. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. But, uh, yeah, so kind of what we were laughing about a little bit before, at the very beginning of the trailer, uh, it it had... Oh, what did it say? I think, let me get the the official... What it, what it says. Uh, from permanent teenager Seth Rogen... <laughs> uh oh I, you know what we should probably say what's that the actual name of the movie oh yeah 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this movie looks insanely funny. There are so many jokes packed into the trailer uh, that it makes it feel like it's not all of the jokes in the movie, which is amazing. Right, right. yes. Um, but it is packed full of jokes. The, the turtles sound like teenagers. Mm-hmm. Because I think they're being played by teenagers. Go figure. Right. <laughs> you want them to sound like teenagers. You get teenagers to play them. Like, dude, Donatello, not going to lie, Donatello's voice kind of weirded me out at first. But then it's like, right. no, this makes perfect sense. This is, yeah. this is like, perfect. <laughs> let, me, let me just kind of pull this up here quick. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry. Seth Rogen is, is going to be playing Bebop. Really? Okay. Next to John Cena's Rocksteady. I love it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. Brady Noon is playing uh, Raphael. Okay. Who Brady Noon uh, played Greg Hefley in Diary of a Wimpy Kid Rotic Rules in 2022. Okay. And Diary of a Wimpy Kid in 2021. Uh, he played Evan Morrow in Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Okay. All right. And he played Tommy Darmati in Boardwalk Empire. Oh, and he was Thor in Good Boys. Ah, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So he plays Raphael. Uh, Leonardo is played by Nicholas Cantu. Okay. Who, uh, let's see here, was Elton Ortiz in Walking Dead World Beyond. Okay, never watched that, but okay. Uh, he's done a lot of TV, and he played Dak in Dragon's Rescue Riders, Heroes of the Sky. Okay. Oh, and he was Hark in The Fablemans. Oh, I never did see that. I want to, though. So, uh, like I said, he plays Leonardo. Michelangelo is played by uh, Shaman Brown Jr., who okay. uh, basically he played Stanley in The Chi, Stanley Papa Jackson in The Chi, uh, which I've honestly never heard of. Yeah, never heard of that one. Uh, Showtime original. Got it. And then this. And that is all of his acting credits. Okay. So relatively new. All right. And then Donatello is played by Micah Abbey, who has not done a lot. He was Leaf in Cousins for Life, which is another okay. one I haven't heard of. Hmm. Nickelodeon show. Okay. Of course. <laughs> and this is a Nickelodeon movie, so. It makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, but yeah, like, so he plays Donatello. Um, we didn't really get anybody else's voice except for uh, April. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Who, like I said, is being played by Ayo Edabiri. Edabiri? Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. I'm probably completely mispronouncing the name, and I do apologize. Uh, who has been in a lot of stuff. Uh, they played Missy Foreman Greenwald in Big Mouth. Okay. Uh, a lot. Well, a lot of TV, I should say. I do like Big Mouth. That's good stuff. Uh, Francis in Big Top Burger for a couple episodes. Okay. Yeah, just a lot of TV kind of looks like. But this trailer, definitely go check it out. Mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. It's going to be a fun time. It really will be. In theaters in August 4th, 2023. Oh, that's not that long. <laughs> There's a Fruit Ninja scene. Yes. <laughs> uh, why is the watermelon painted exactly like my head? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Hold a little higher. <laughs> so good. Oh, 
I'm so, so excited for this. This is going to be so good. It's it's going to be great. I cannot wait. Uh, but that leads us to our next trailer, which is going from Nickelodeon to Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Haunted Mansion trailer. And you know, I was pleasantly surprised by this one as well. It's no Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. It's not, no. Which is good. And, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, man, it is... This one, this one looks good. This is the one with Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, uh, and then it has uh, Morbin Time himself as the Hatbox Ghost. <laughs> Sorry, that, that I'm just yeah, I'm salty. I know we've we've been oversaturated by the Leto. We have been a little bit, uh, and so Rosario Dawson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Winona Ryder's in it. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, mm-hmm. uh, Tiffany Haddish, yeah, it should be pretty fun. Wait, okay, I have to watch this again because Jamie Lee Curtis was Madame Leota, which we only saw for a split second, so I have to go see if I can find that. Oh, okay. In this trailer, basically, it's kind of just introducing us out. I just hit my microphone, sorry. Ouch. Uh, it's just introducing us to the the whole Haunted Mansion kind of vibe um, about what it's going to be about everything like that we we get to see different things like we get to see madame leota's floating orb we get to see the hat box ghost uh just a brief glimpse um we get to see the stretching room mm-hmm. uh the we get to see the bride mm-hmm. uh it's do they have who the bride is on here they don't is winona Ryder the bride wouldn't surprise me i'm gonna have to see okay uh but this is this is gonna be this is going to be a fun time. Definitely. I am so excited for this. Like, I, 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 I was so disappointed with the Eddie Murphy version that I was, like, it left a sour taste in my mouth. And then I heard that they were remake, that they were making another Haunted Mansion movie. And I was like, oh, hopefully it's not Eddie Murphy's version again. And I'm happy to say this is not that. This looks so much better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely 100 percent like an actual true adaptation of the whole like attraction Mm -hmm. so i just got a freeze frame of the hatbox ghost yeah it looks like morbius when he's morbin oh (laughs) gross like it's kind of got that that upturned nose and like Uh weird janky teeth kind of thing kind of vibe going on (laughs) oh jared leto I want to see if I can see anything with the bride. Oh, we, so we have the ballroom scene, it looks like, as well. What are you going to do? Well, <laughs> got this axe. They're already dead. <laughs> uh, it's going to be... This one looks so good. It does. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to find if I can see the... Bride, possibly, huh? So I'm kind of just looking at. I've I've got I've got a freeze frame of the bride. Uh huh. Hold on. How many frames can we actually see the bride? We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, they gave us eight frames of the bride, and some of them are pretty, uh, pretty blurry. I'm sure they did that because they because they know people are gonna do exactly what you're doing right now. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay, okay, we'll see how that goes. Um, 
<laughs> but yes, Haunted Mansion trailer. Fantastic. It should be good, hopefully. Yes, very much so. Cannot wait. That one is coming in July 28th. Oh, that's coming up quick, too. It is. It is. It really is. Um, but changing pace a little bit to our next trailer, we have a, we have a new trailer for The Blackening, which... <laughs> this trailer had me laughing so hard. <laughs> right? Right? Uh, so basically, it's a, it's a group of friends mm-hmm. who all uh, reunite, uh, and they're reuniting for Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. And they get uh, trapped in a remote cabin in the woods. They with sure a twisted do. killer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The literal tagline is "They can't all die first. Right. Because that's a you know kind of a, a horror trope is yep. uh, you know the the token black character usually dies first in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And so like yeah, like you said, this this whole trailer just had me had me laughing a lot, like like crazy. It did, yeah. <laughs> Why do black women have to save everybody all the time? Ah, <sighs> <laughs> uh, so good. I, I, I like it when they can do movies like that, where they can just make it funny, but also <laughs> going like, off of the the kind of horrible tropes that uh, yeah some movies have their deal with or some genres have exactly exactly yeah like this is like almost like scary movie style but like obviously not like a satire but still kind of a satire Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. yeah they are definitely dealing with a with a deranged killer Mm -hmm. but yeah this looks good i am i'm super excited to i i I might have to go see this one looks like it should be should be pretty fun uh june 16th cool okay which this year is Juneteenth weekend. Oh wow! Okay. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, going from that one, another kind of shift in in trailers here. <laughs> Our next trailer is how to blow up a pipeline. So basically, uh, this one is not a documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be in theaters April seventh, but it kind of focuses around a group of environmental activists who are trying to blow up a pipeline that's being constructed Uh so i don't know this one this one is definitely going to be i feel like it's going to be controversial uh very much so yes um it's going to be very polarizing very much so yeah and And uh and it almost Oh, I'm sorry. You can go ahead. No, I was just saying I don't know. So absolutely oh, go. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, what I was going to say it was it 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 almost seemed like it looked like it wasn't shot recently. Like it almost looked like it was shot like in the early 2000s. It seemed like because it it seemed like the camera was very grainy, like older. Okay. I get. I guess like. It it wasn't clear like like we're used to you know, but I think that was the style they were going for. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I I I I do like it. I think it goes well with uh, what their what the movie is. Okay. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, I mean, like this one seems like very much more of an indie kind of production. Definitely. Uh, which I mean, it's being released by Neon, which is usually kind of lower budget indie. Yeah. Uh, Kind of things. I was almost expecting it to be A24. Uh, but nope. you say neon. 
Well, okay. it's the, it was produ- it was produced by Chrono Lyrical Media and Space Maker Productions. Okay. Uh, it's being distributed by Neon. Gotcha. Okay. Here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, you know, it, it follows a like I said, a group of activists, and you know, for some, the pipeline affected them in one way, and for others, it affected them in a, in a completely separate way. But it all affected them negatively. Sure. And or or will affect them negatively you know once it's built mm-hmm. so they they take it upon themselves to take care of the problem okay uh so yeah that one like i said will be did it actually it didn't have a release date on it did it uh i thought i saw one but now that you've mentioned it maybe it didn't uh okay so april 7th okay is looks like it'll be oh duh it's right there in the title in theaters April 7th. Oh my, okay. I was like, I knew I read it somewhere. Where did I read it? It's okay. It's all good. <sighs> all right. So, but that leads us to our last trailer for today, which is a documentary trailer. Uh-huh. And that is the trailer for A Disturbance in the Force, which is a documentary about the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> okay. Which... Disney and and Lucas Films and George Lucas have been trying to very much keep out of the public out of the public eye since it was released. So, I ha, have you seen it? I have not. I haven't either. I mean, apparently like so if you don't know, the Star Wars Holiday Special is a 1978 American television special that originally aired on November 17th, 1978 on CBS. It is set in the Star the Star Wars it's set in the universe of Star Wars, okay. Uh, it was the first spin-off film mm-hmm. set between the events of the original film and the unreleased sequel, The Empire Strikes Back, at the time. Okay. Uh, in a storyline that ties the special together, following the events of the original film, Chewbacca and Han Solo attempt to visit the Wookiee home planet of Kashyyyk to celebrate Life Day. They're pursued by agents of the Galactic Empire who are searching for members of the Rebel Alliance on the planet. The special introduces three members of Chewbacca's family... Wait, I thought... Yeah. Okay, so I... I uh, so basically, it's, it's like a variety thing, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's, like, music acts, there's comedy acts, there's cartoon acts, and then they have, like, the kind of thing where they go to the Life Day, whatever, on Kashyyyk, uh, where Chewbacca's family... Oh, yeah, okay. I remember kind of hearing a little bit about this, uh, yeah. Yeah, his father, Itchy, his wife, Malia, and his son, Lumpy. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like it, it was known to be just horrible, like horrible. And so after it, you know, aired the first time, it did not air again. Okay. But now they're making a documentary about it. I wonder if it's possible to get our hands on it. It is possible. I just don't know where I, I haven't looked too hard for it, mainly because of what I've heard about it. As I almost wonder if like. It would be kind of fun if we did, like, we watched the movie, and then we watched the holiday special, and then did, like, like a Patreon or something for it. Well, let's see here. Because I, I, I would like to watch it at some point. <laughs> Just to see how bad it really is. Uh, I think I found it. Ooh. On YouTube in its entirety. Oh my god. <laughs> All, all one hour and 19 minutes of it. Perfect. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've just been hearing story story after story of how bad it really is. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Okay, so we might we might have to do something with this. Yeah, we'll see. I, definitely. But I like your idea of uh, doing something for our uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash movies are thing. If you want to support the podcast, we have that over there. Patreon.com slash movies are thing. <coughs> yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of, though, that is our last trailer. For a, well, we, have, we haven't even talked about the trailer. Uh, but yeah, no, they like go through and they literally interview just a ton of people mm-hmm. that are you know kind of known to be Star Wars nerds. Mm-hmm. You know, they have archived interview footage of mark hamill and stuff and they talk to like kevin smith weird al yankovic seth green um just other other comedians uh taron killen is in there Mm -hmm. gilbert godfrey is in there no rest in peace right right so this was before he passed away um yeah it's 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 a lot but it looks like a fantastic documentary Mm. um and there's no thing on nothing on here saying if it's going to be released or where it's going to be released or whatever, but that's okay. something to look forward to. I look forward to it. <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be, it's hopefully, hopefully we can figure something out because I think that would be pretty cool if we could do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But like I said, uh, that, uh, that ends our movies that are, or that ends our movie news. There we go. <laughs> and trailers. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, so if you want to visit us at Facebook, we're facebook.com slash movies are a thing. Um, we are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that. At movies are a thing. Come on by and say hi. Mm-hmm. We, we would love it, guys. Please. Which leads we're us low. to the movies that are premiering this week. Yes. Uh, so the first one that we have <laughs> is Champions. This one is rated PG-13 and will be in theaters. Woody Harrelson stars in the hilarious and heartwarming story of a former minor league basketball coach who, after a series of missteps, is ordered by the court to manage a team of players with intellectual disabilities. He soon realizes that despite his doubts, together this team can go further than they ever imagined. Uh, IMDb Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. I want to see this one. I do. This one, this one looks amazing. Uh, well, I guess I don't want to say amazing, but it looks really, really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It uh, does. It looks like a, it looks like a cross between Bad News Bears and The Ringer, but not in the make fun of them way of The Correct. Ringer. Yes. Correct. Um, so, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say that too. I completely just, oof. but yeah, like politically correct way. Yeah, the the just in the yeah they do it right. <laughs> <laughs> seems like it, but yeah, like yeah, I said, it it's seemed- got. It, it's got Woody Harrelson in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Cheech in there. Oh, definitely. Ernie uh, Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Yep, yep. And then uh, a lot of a lot of actors with uh, like they're saying in the thing, uh, in the description in, with uh, playing the team players with intellectual disabilities and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And <laughs> sorry, yeah. I got the trailer playing. It's just, uh it's great. <laughs> No boo boo words. <laughs> no boo boo words. <laughs> uh. So, uh, yeah, they'll be coming out this week. Looks uh, pretty darn funny. It does. It 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 looks like a heartfelt, kind of family ish comedy. Uh, that I think 
people should well i shouldn't say they should see but i mean if you like that sort of movie definitely go see that because i'm sure they would greatly appreciate the support and it does look like it's actually based off of a spanish film okay called campiones ah so uh yeah dang hollywood always remaking foreign films gosh darn it hollywood oh (laughs) uh but yeah that uh that's our first movie for the week Yes. Second movie that we have, Scream 6. This one is rated R and will be in theaters. Following the latest Ghostface killings, the four survivors leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. IMDb Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. The fact that they didn't call this Scream 6, Ghostface Takes Manhattan. <laughs> it, Lost opportunity. It, it really is, but it, it, it's okay, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing you're not going to watch this one. You are correct, sir. All right. Uh, well, I definitely plan on watching this. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, it's, it's a whole new chapter. I mean, they're no longer in Woodsboro anymore. They're going to be in New York. So that's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like this ghost face is a little bit more abrasive than the others. So... That should be interesting. Um, there's some returning. There's a returning character from a past movie that, uh, well, people kind of knew didn't die, but still, people are surprised that she's still alive. <laughs> which is uh, Kirby, uh, played by uh, Hayden Panettiere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she's back. Um, let's see. Yeah, and a lot of the same people from Scream 5 are back. Uh, yeah, it looks... I I really love this franchise. I always have, and I always will. So, keep bringing them out, and I will go see them. <laughs> You're gonna go watch it? I'm not... I, I am. That? I will. I'm going... I think I'm gonna go Thursday night. Alright. Well, that brings us to our last movie. And that is... 65. Uh, This one is going to be rated PG-13 and will be in theaters. After a catastrophic crash on an unknown planet, Pilot Mills quickly discovers that he's actually stranded on Earth 65 million years ago. Now with only one chance at rescue, Mills and the only other survivor, Koa, must make their way across an unknown terrain riddled with dangerous prehistoric creatures in an epic fight to survive. IMDb is sitting at a 5.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. Okay, I don't like that I know that they landed on Earth 60 mi- 65 million years ago in the past. I would have liked to have learned that in the movie. Well, I mean, they kind of gave it away in the trailer, too, though. They kind of do, but, like, it was kind of, like, I guess a little bit more vague than than what than just pointing it out in the synopsis. A little bit. I mean, I, I know they do say it in yeah. the trailer but at least then it it, it kind of would have been a surprise then at that point gotcha gotcha like oh what oh i thought they were on some different planet no they're actually on earth 65 million years ago and <laughs> a- actually i remember when this trailer first came out didn't we say that we were thinking that it was going to be like near the end of the dinosaurs and it was going to be like near the, the destruction of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah like maybe they were what caused the death of the of the dinosaurs exactly yeah uh, i don't know we'll have to see how it goes but i'm super excited to see this mm-hmm. 
I am super excited again to see a dinosaur movie that doesn't have a Pratt. <laughs> it's a me, dinosaur guy. Yep. <laughs> now, now you just have a wide Adam driver. <laughs> yes. Pratt is whack. <laughs> uh, that is our last movie. Uh... Travis. Yes. So Scream is number one. For sure, yes. What's number two? 65. And then Champion's number three? If that's correct. Uh, well, actually, no. Hold on a second. Because <laughs> I still want to see Creed 3. So I'm going to go Scream, Creed, and then 65, and then Champions. Because I still okay. want to see Creed. <laughs> okay. Sounds like you got a pretty busy weekend. I sure do. It's going to be expensive. I will have to pick and choose, but we'll figure it out. There you go. There you go. Very nice. All right. Well, that uh, that's our the end of our movies here. And Travis, did you have anything you also wanted to say about the movies or the news or anything like that? Uh, that's that's a negative. All right. Well, then make sure you visit us, visit us at Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash movies are thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are thing. No spaces, dash, slash, anything like that at movies are thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. Other than that, Travis. Yes, sir. I do believe it is about that time. Oh, here it comes. Oh, cue the outro. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Yeah, but then I was sitting there, you know, at the computer trying to figure out how I was going to program all these parts or whatever. And all of a sudden, there's just like this rustling behind me, and it like, dude, it, it freaked me out. Like I jumped. Yeah. And, and I just looked behind me, and my my coworker's just sitting there, like. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> and uh, sorry, let me uh, see if I can refine that. Where did I? There it is. I. Uh especially since I can't seem to find my story for it, or my link for it. There it is. Found it! <laughs> and then they, so... Travis, you still there? Travis? Travis? Travis, I can't hear you. Travis, I can't hear you. Travis. Oh, no. Right, right. Okay, do you remember where we were? Start, uh, we were in the force. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. What the? That was scary. <laughs> I, I really hope that uh, we have all this stuff still there. Cause like, I mean, I've been saving throughout, but still, like, I don't know. Mm. But, um, but yeah, you, had, you haven't seen Star Wars Holiday Special either? I have not. No, I've never seen it. Okay. <laughs> Somebody said, I don't know how this is on YouTube in its entirety, but I'm not one to question greatness. <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> wow. <laughs> mm. I'm missing a lot of my sounds still. It is very, very sad. What you say? Mm, that you only meant well, well, cause you did. Mm, what you say? Mm, that it's all for the best, cause it is. Yep. I like it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, I think I gotta call it. All right. You have yourself a good night. Yeah, you too, man. Thank you. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.